the thing I'm really kind of excited about in the sport as it's growing forward now is there's just a clear route to get anyone, you know, anyone at home kind of getting into strongman can, you know, sign up to official strongman. They can do the qualifiers. They could do the England's qualifier, for example, and then suddenly they're at, a Brit- you know, they're at Britain's yeah. Yeah, I mean, strongest man and, and compete to get a world. One of the toughest strongmen in history, right here. Hi guys, welcome to the Giants Live podcast. I'm here with Adam Bishop and Rob Frampton, and we're going to talk about uh, finishing off 2023 and, and moving forward to 24, and what uh, what Adam and Rob have got planned. So we'll uh, start off, Adam. Um, Britain's Strongest Man coming up in January. Yeah. How are you feeling? Feeling good? Yeah, good. I mean, it's kind of uh, it's come around quick again. You know, it was only a couple of weeks ago we were watching 2023 on the TV, and now suddenly. We're getting ready. We're two weeks away, or just under, to to actually do Britain's Strongest Man again. Yeah, yeah. A, a proper stacked lineup. I don't think we've ever had a, a lineup like this. Where, Unbelievable. Yeah, you know, everyone has you know qualified rightly, and and they've come through. We've got some in- incredible athletes. I don't think there's any kind of guys who are kind of just making up the numbers. I think everyone's here to to do yeah. do some damage. Yeah, I think that's the beauty about. I mean, obviously you've got you've got the form horses like yourself and Tom and. Yeah, you know Luke Richardson and 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 Luke Stoltman, you know Felix and people yeah. like that. But the thing is about having a qualifying system, we're getting the best of the rest as well, you know, in Wales and Scotland and Ireland and everything like that. So there's a couple of newbies coming through. Which yeah, be quite interesting. Some really exciting newbies coming through. Obviously, you've got Paddy Paddy Hayes coming through. Um, King, yeah, Sean, Sean Gillen as well. I'm excited to see him compete. Yeah. I've not seen anything of him. Obviously, he won the uh, the Ireland qualifier. Um, you know, so I think we've got some some really good talent in the in the, the British Isles at the moment, and I think it's going to be uh, going to be one hell of a show. And with the events as they are, I don't think it kind of suits anyone to a complete standout. I think people have got good events, they've got some bad events, so it's going to be a really interesting mix. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think with the the extra people in it, the new guys and uh, the the new events is going to completely. Uh, um, I would say it would, it would change the. The, the Brits, because Brits has always been amazing, but I think it's going to definitely put the cat amongst the pigeons with new guys and new events. So people that don't know the events, um, obviously we've got a couple of new things in there. We've got um, we've got a few standard things mm-hmm. in there, like Atlas Stones. We've got the uh, sack toss again, same as last time, which Flowers did brilliant on last time. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, I think he got the fastest we've ever had <laughs> on that particular piece of apparatus. We have a carry and hoist. So you'll be carrying Anvil 20 metres and hoisting that up in the air. Oh, wow. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? We've got A- axle press for reps. Axle press for reps. Heavy. 360, uh, 160, sorry, which uh, I think we haven't done that for a little while. It'll be interesting to see how the guys go. I know it's not everyone's favourite because it's a tough no. one. <laughs> always is. Axles are always a, a real tricky one technically as well as um, well, the weight. You know, it's, it's, it's one of the, getting that transition up to the shoulder is always going to be the, the catalyst to get a good press, isn't it? Well, I know we've only got up 10 kilos because usually standard it's, it's around the 150 mark, it's 160. It looks like it's making a big difference in the guy's training actually. Yeah. Yeah, uh, ten kilos on that is a fair yeah. old whack, isn't it? And it'll be the the, the solid bar as well, won't it? With the solid wheels. solid wheels, yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a game changer. Uh, and again, some people like Par, for instance, very good at that. Mm. Whereas his log recently hasn't been fantastic. No. But with him being quite fast, he's, he yeah. tends to jump under it. And 
Yeah. You know? Tom Tom's a great Axel Presser. Yeah, yeah. Tom's, Tom's probably yeah, on, on paper is probably the strongest Axel Presser there. Yeah. Um, yeah, with some of the stuff he's done. Uh but with an Axel Presser reps as well, there's only a certain number of reps you can do in the allotted time. Mm. So it makes it a little bit different than say like a log press. Like, you know, with log press reps, you see guys smashing out, you know, eight nine ten reps in kind of 75 seconds but with an axle it just takes a little bit longer to get yeah. it in position each yeah. time so it does kind of i'm not gonna say level it up but make the make the result a little bit uh harder to predict do you not think as well with an axle press there's a lot more room for messing up yeah oh yeah for sure you know definitely sort of fumble factor mm. i think a lot with this show because you're going to have keg toss which you can be the best keg to no, sack toss sorry you can be the best in the world mm. and mess it up once you miss one yeah. And then also with the carry and hoist, mm. you know, there's a lot of sort of factors in oh, there. Yeah. Well, it's completely, the, that event's completely unknown to us, you know. None of us yeah. have, have seen it. We don't know what it's going to feel like. You know, it's it's a completely new event for Giants Live, and it's not something that any of us have kind of done um, directly with this, this new equipment. So that's a, a real kind of interesting one to see who adapts the quickest on the day, yeah. really, see who gets used to it quick uh, and see who he kind of really suits. Mm. So sort of looking back at, at 23, obviously you're – you know, Britain's Strongest Man, um, which was a great lineup. you know what I mean? Not taking anything away from what you did because you had a, you know, you had Hicksy and you had, you had Gav and some great guys there. Um, Par who came second, I think, the year before. Yeah. In it. But this year, obviously, you've got Luke and Tom back. Um, Luke Richardson training for it as well. Um, like I say, a couple of new guys are looking promising. You know, obviously, there is a couple of people with a lot of talent in there that weren't there last year. How are you feeling about that? I mean, I know you could only go perform how you perform, but how are you feeling about those guys coming back? Yeah, I mean, look, 2023, I mean, I won four out of the five events. So, you know, in my books, it was a pretty dominant performance yeah. from from my point of view, you know, but you can only beat who's out in front of you. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And, and regardless of that, I think it's this competition is going to come down to who puts in a solid performance and who doesn't make any mistakes, you know, like, I, I can't control what kind of shape Tom turns up in. When Tom's on his day, I think he's he's close to impossible to beat. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, he's an unbelievable athlete. Um, but all I can go and do is do, you know, the set number of reps I want to do on the deadlift, on the axle, you know, on the the, the, the times I want to do on the stones and the throw, you know, and then see where that stacks up at the end. That's all you can really do in this game. You can't really fixate too much on trying to beat individual athletes because yeah. that's when it falls apart. Because you forget about someone else in the lineup who's coming up fast. Yeah, definitely. And, and and I think it would be one of those shows where certain people that might not win the show take points. They will. Yeah, that's the thing. And I, and I think obviously, like you know, let's be let's be honest. Tom is whether you're at world strongest man, Britain's strongest man, Europe's strongest man, or a Shaw Classic or Rogue. Tom's d dangerous. Yeah, it's about as dangerous as it comes. Yeah. But you beat him before in recent years. You know yeah. what I mean? You beat him at Britain's. What was it? Twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's a bit of confidence there. Um, and again, events. I, I don't think they're bad events for Tom because no. I don't think Tom's got bad events. No. But, you know, again, there are events that people can go wrong on. Yeah. Like you say, is those, is those the tiny little second changes, different bits, like you say, with, um, you know, moving from the the anvil carry into the into the hoist. Those simple little implements that you're going to lose time. And yeah. like was with the with the a bag toss, I say you get one bag just just out of line or just out of place. It it, it almost like as a domino effect for the for the next two or three. So I think you have to be, you know, switched on, but also um, relaxed in a way. Yeah. It's what uh, uh, Bish and I talk about a lot is giving it full beans and explosive or or in a 
with a compound lift, absolutely full power, but also calm as well. So before we're nice and calm, and then we explode through into his, the moving events, but also with the dynamic of with a compound lift to be calm before, then we lift, and then we're okay because you need to have that that balance of of pure explosion and, and aggression through the lift, but also that calmness before and after. You and can't that's, keep that's, yourself in that crazy place. No, you can't. No, that's, no. Good, that's where you burn energy, and and you if you overthink things, that that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. What we're really trying to strive for, aren't we? So one one event that is a little bit different, I sort of dreamed up that I'm hoping it's going to go well, is a deadlift. So just to explain to people at home, we're going to have two bars, uh, one with 350 and one with 400. So you can, obviously, every every rep on 300 on the deadlift, yeah. uh, every rep on, on, on 400, sorry, beats the 350. Fantastic yeah. idea, yeah. Um, so people who can't do 400 will just rep on 350. Mm. If you do rep on 400, you can go back and rep on 350. So let's say, right. uh, you know, if me and you both get two on 400, but I do an extra one on 350, right. I beat you. So it's an interesting mm -hmm. concept. Yeah. Really. It's a pretty epic drop set, isn't it? Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> your drop set, what you've done in the gym, you're going to do 400 for reps on deadlift, and I'm going to do a yeah. drop set back down to 350 straight yeah, away. It's pretty grueling. I think, I think dropping down to 350 is still going to feel horrible. Oh, yeah. good grief, yeah. No, yeah. Just because it's 50 kilos lighter, yeah. it's still going to feel horrible. But I think it just gives... I, th I feel a lot of people might do one or two on 400. Yeah. And I think then if they can fight it out on 350, I think that'll split it up a little yeah. bit. So I think with this, it's a bit more of a thinking man's deadlift. Mm. I think if you, if you, if you get it right, mm. you know, yeah, because if you try and do too many on 400 and you can't pull the 350, yeah, you know, but then there'll be certain people that I think will just go for it on 400. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that, that obviously I'm going to be doing the 400, and, and looking to pull whatever reps I need to. Yeah. You know, obviously, the deadlift's a great event for me, but, you know... You Would might... you drop back to the 350, though? Only if I need to. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I won't want to be jumping back there and doing as... You know, hopefully, it'll be a case if you just need to pick up one or two uh, if people do tie me. But, yeah, I'm, I'm confident in my deadlift abilities with the, the 400 for reps yeah. that, yeah, it should be a, a good good event for me. What do you think is a good number uh, on that? I mean, I know five is a really good number. That's five is fantastic. Yeah. If anyone gets three on the four hundred, that's a big, that's a yeah. big pull. Yeah. You know, that's a, yeah. that's a, some really good deadlifting. Three at four hundred uh, on the reps. You know, four is is fantastic. Five is obviously around world record, world record area, area, area. Yeah. So I think six is maybe unofficial. I know Heinle got that, didn't he? Yeah. So Rano, Rano did the six reps um, during the, um, the the COVID period. We were yeah. doing a lot of stuff at home and everything, uh, which was unreal to watch. Um, but I think, yeah, still in competition. I think it's still shared by three men. I think. I think is it not Benny, JF Caron, and Janashia? Yeah, I so, mean yeah. JF Caron and Janashia did it at Manchester one year at the yeah. World Deadlift Championships, and Benny did it. I'm not sure Benny was in competition either, yeah. to be honest with yeah. you. But uh, yeah, I mean five is massive. Huge. You know, if anyone can get five, huge. Yeah, run away with it really. We'll see. But it's great that you can actually nominate and also go back if you wish exactly yeah so if you've only got one on four and you think well yeah. i wanted more than that yeah at least you can rep on the 350 and beat all the guys on there and i think it was separate guys because a lot of these times if you do a really heavy for reps event you know they um they tend to get a lot of guys on the same reps yeah but with this one we're going to separate with some some lighter reps as well maybe so yeah, yeah it should split the points a bit It'd better be interesting yeah. yeah be interesting Definitely. especially where i would imagine Maybe eighty percent of the guys that could be in a, will get one on the four hundred. Yeah. So to be able to go back onto the three fifty, it will be a and battle it out. Yeah, definitely. I think that that'll be a game changer. I think if you got one on on the four hundred and and two or three on the three fifty, mm. it'd be a good result. I'll get you up in yeah, more. Yeah, yeah it'd be good. It'd yeah. be exciting to see. Really good. 
And like I say, it's a thinking man's um, event, so. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Very smart. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, a couple of weeks left until that. Prep's all gone well for you? It's been brilliant, yeah. I had a nice little off-season. Kind of did, did some lighter training, gave my body a bit of a rest at the back end of the year. So I was just starting to pick up some injuries at the back end of uh, 2023. Uh, and then, yeah, feeling really good. Everything's kind of just gone gone smoothly in training. So cool. excited to just get it done. Yeah, and what else you got planned for this year? So obviously we've got Worlds. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be at Europe's because uh, my, my wife Amy's running a marathon out in Boston, so I'll be out supporting her. Um, but then I haven't actually thought past that. You know, I'll, I'll jump into another couple of couple of shows. Yeah. Um, obviously the you know the the big big announcement this year is obviously we're going back out to Vegas to do the deadlift champs, which is like I'd love to be involved in. Obviously, you know, I love a deadlift, um, and I love Vegas, so that could be a perfect. That could be great. Perfect. We'll have to see the invites are going out soon, so it should yeah. be good. Yeah. 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 What a spectacular place to have a a deadlift uh, competition in Vegas, like the craziness of the deadlift that we've all been chasing for years and years to be in possibly one of the most craziest out there cities on, on the planet. Vegas yeah. is just, uh, it's its unreal. I mean, you know, we think about where this all kind of started. I know we talked always all the time with, you know, Giants Live and where it started in kind of like, you know, a car park. And now suddenly we're booking mm. uh, venues and, you know, athletes are going to be deadlifting out in Vegas. And I know the American scene is going to really appreciate it because the guys over there have been really kind of calling for a, a Giants Live yeah, over I mean, there for a while. we've done a few out there over the years but never uh, the recent um, standard that we do shows that we haven't done anything like this so no. now really uh, if if there is a Giants Live no matter where it is in the world it's got to be of the same standard in the UK so what, what they can expect in America is they're going to get exactly the same the same commentators mm -hmm. the same standard of live stream filming Obviously, the, the high standard of athletes, but I thought putting the deadlift out re really sort of says we're coming, we're coming to do business out here. You know what I mean? Yeah, fantastic. Um, and and obviously, what's been really nice is how the athletes have got excited about it. Yeah, which yeah. is what I wanted. Yes, yeah. we want them to get ready for it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah. They're all excited, aren't they? You can see yeah. on the you know social media being as it is. There's, there's a huge you know uh, excitement for the for the deadlift champs, not only as a competition but also. Out in Vegas, it should be it'll be crazy. Yeah, so good. Yeah, well, while Cardiff might be the Vegas of of South South Wales, I don't think it really kind of competes, does it? You know, <laughs> that's like, it to the uh, to the uh, the real deal out there. We've got the World Long Lift Championships. That's going to be in Birmingham at the Open. That's that's another new another new new venue for us. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be pretty cool. So we've got quite a big year planned next year. All the official strongman games in Europe and course, in yeah. America. Um, Britain's strongest woman, England's strongest man, and then all the usual venues as well. Mm. Sheffield, Leeds, uh, Glasgow, everything still the carries thing, on with that. The thing I'm really kind of excited about in the sport as it's growing forward now is there's just a clear route to get anyone. You know, anyone at home kind of getting into strongman can, you know, sign up to official strongman. Mm. They can do the qualifiers. They could do the England's qualifier, for example, and then suddenly they're at, a Brit you know, they're at Britain's yeah. Yeah, strongest I mean, man and, and compete to get a world. So I think that's the really nice thing we haven't really had in the sport you know, in the past, uh, especially even when I was coming up, I would have loved the opportunity just yeah. to have that set route. And I think, you know, it just opens the sport up to, to absolutely everyone, anyone. I mean, we'll get better talent into the sport that way. Years ago, you almost had to be lucky to get in front of the right people to, to do, once you were in, yeah. you, you, were, you were in and that was it. But uh, now, I mean, we actually talked about it last night. In the final of World's Strongest Man last year, there were six people that had come through official strongman games in recent yeah, years. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. You know, which wow, that's fantastic, isn't it? massive. So which shows it's working. It is working. Yeah, and two of them in the final mm. only qualified in twenty. Well, 
the 2023 game, the end of 22, mm. which qualified them for 23. Yeah. So awesome. within a year, they've gone from a few strongman games to the final world's strongest man. There you go. So it proves that the feeder system, yeah. because the, 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 well, all the categories of official strongman games are hard. Don't get me wrong. Mm. And they do find the right person, whether it's yeah. world's strongest woman, world's strongest man. But it just shows that how hard that final is. Because we took the top three from there, which was... Uh, Jacko Schoonwinkle, it was uh, Spencer Remick and uh, Matt Rag. Right, yeah. And look how well they all did. Fantastic. So you imagine like that final just at OSG, which was almost classed as an amateur show, let's mm. be honest. Mm. It's not classed as a top show. No, not really. Because he's a qualifier. Yeah. Um, well, those guys are all around top 10 in the world now. Mm. Even Spencer's just scraping yeah. on the outside of it. Yeah. You know, so it's like, how hard is that final yeah. now? Fantastic. It's mental, really. Wow. So, there's a lot of guys that if they got put into that now, pro strong men, they would struggle. They would, yeah. Yeah, because it's fast-paced as always, and it's yeah. good events. But like, Well, I, I think but, what you've got there uh, at OSG is you've got the hunger. Yeah. You've got people really hungry because they, they haven't had a chance oh, to exactly. be a world's strongest man or, mm. or a Giants Live or a Shaw Classic or a Rogue. Mm. So they're seeing that top three opportunity and mm. really going for it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's also picking the right people because uh, you say that 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 kind of success rate with people going through OSG and then getting to the final of Worlds means that the tests you guys are doing at OSG are correct to pick the right people who are going to be yeah, competitive right. in Giants Live and at, at World's Strongest mm -hmm. Man. Well, the good thing is about it is, I mean, it doesn't matter who you know or, or what equipment you've got or your past, you can just do an online qualifier to get yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah. And if you, once you're there, yes, you're in a lot of people, probably mm -hmm. about 500 people, but mm -hmm. you know, if you're good enough... You always yeah. going to win it out, you know. So yeah, it's fantastic. That. Yeah, that's no, so, a good way of doing it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so it's good stuff. Good stuff. So we have got that planned again next year. Um, yeah, and just uh, just carrying on, really. Just carrying on. Keep, you keep every year. I think you've you've upped the dates and the, and the amount of venues you're doing each year, isn't it? So it, you can see how, how popular it is and how much the climbing because the amount of work you're doing, not just at the at the stadiums and at where you're in, but also in house at Giants and. Yourself and all the guys that you're doing, you're, you're non-stop with setting different venues, doing different places. I know we've chatted constantly, well, last year about where you were off to and what you were doing, getting these lovely venues to keep the keep the the flame of giants going with all, yeah, all the other it's, competitions. It's, it's difficult because there's like a correlation between not growing too fast and keeping mm. the quality. Because I could go book loads of arenas and and do a bad job. Mm. Whereas if you can just gross generically, yeah, I think that's yeah, the, the crowds will fill and they'll come. Um, and, and you've got to do a good job because yeah. then are oh, you going to lose, lose the customer, if you like, and the fan base? So it's keeping that live stream quality, keeping the athletes fit as well, mm. which obviously we're trying not to, not to kill you guys off as well. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, um, so one th one we had a few questions. Um, one, of the, one of the fans pointed out, actually, on the questions um, about how little people have actually won Britain's Strongest Man more than twice, basically. Oh, yeah, there's not many people. Yeah. No, no. So um, you've got Glenn Ross, won it three times. And we're looking at the board over there. You've got Jeff Capes, won it three times. Yeah. Jamie Reeves, four times. And Eddie Hall, five times on the trot, actually. Yeah. Um, so, so you could, this time, or either you or Tom, yeah. could join the club of yeah, it three times. Right. I mean, that's a pretty crazy group of athletes yeah, there. You know? Yeah, most, definitely. Obviously, definitely. with three World's Strongest Man winners. Uh, obviously, Glenn himself, like yeah, yeah, you know, that's a that's a bonkers bonkers group to to get into. I think it, it does show the, the the strength and depth we've always had 
in in Britain for strongman, but I mean now even more so, you know, because it's it's definitely like like we keep saying the lineup of this show is very deep. It's not a two horse race in any way, shape, or form. You know, the guys are all really good. So yeah, it's going to be a one one hell of a battle between all of us. I think, and I do honestly think as well. And and this is no disrespect to anybody that's only won a title once. If you can win a title two or three times, you know, you can have a really good day. Or you can have a really bad day. You can have a good day, and then other people have a bad day, and you win a title, mm. yeah. which is still great. And I wouldn't yeah. take that away from anybody. But if you win something two or three or four times, yeah. you really are. Yeah, you got to be doing something right. Yeah, 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 you really are sort of mm. uh, stamping your authority yeah. down on it. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting. <laughs> um, so we had a few questions as well. Unless Rob, have you got any questions? Have you got anything you want to say? I think it's exciting to see the changes and the transitions of strongman. I also think it's great that um, we see these new guys coming through, like, like what we were saying with the um, with the OSG pathway, and it's working. We can see that from World's Strongest Man. Um, and also from my first ever time of sitting in the crowd when I come and watch teams um, in, um, was it November? Yeah. Teams, yeah. yeah. My first ever viewing of Giants Live, because I've either uh, competed or been backstage with Bish or, or, or yourself um, helping and stuff or refereeing, for me to actually sit, with the, with the fans, and and feel the vibrancy and the electricity of of what they're they're watching, it is was was made it all more uh, amazing for me. But seeing almost like the other side of the coin, seeing how excited they get with their with their their favourites, you know, cheering them on, and and from the start to finish, and, and knowing obviously the backstory of how things are set up and how the athletes are feeling and and what they're doing, but seeing it from the fan perspective was such a refreshing thing to see, but also very um, almost humbling in a way to see how uh, excited and how much they feel for their athletes and how much they, they get they get absorbed into the show. It, it was it was amazing. Absolutely well, the one thing I've noticed in recent years, the fan base is growing massively. And I speak to a, a lot of the fans that aren't like, haven't been fans for 20 years. Mm. So, we, so because it's grown, we're getting new fans coming into it. And... Or, or like I might have given someone some tickets or it's someone's brother or sister mm. who comes who've never been before. And what amazes me is, is they very quickly get a favourite. You know, like Gav, for instance, yeah. everyone loves Gav. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, the, the thing is, with a football team or whatever, or most of the sports, you really need to know about a lot of things yeah, to make your judgement of yeah, what true. team you support or what person you support. Yeah. Whereas with this, you can sit down and go, oh, he seems nice. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And then supporting him. Yeah. And that's what you tend to get. Yeah, people go, And it's not always the person who's winning. No. You know, Mark Felix, probably one of the pop most popular people we've got. Yeah. You know, and not not that I'm saying Mark doesn't win, but he's not the top guy. <laughs> no, that, you know what I mean? Such a character, such an amazing, good-spirited athlete. And he's humble. Yeah. And like Gav, Gav's just come up through again. Yeah. Such an amazing guy. But it just amazes me how people can just go, yeah, I like him and that's it. I'm a, I'm yeah. a him fan. Stuck to it, and I don't think you need to be. It's not always the guy who's winning who's got the most fans. Have you no, noticed no, this? No, no, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a strange no. one, really. It's good, though. I mean, yeah. That's all part of Strongman. That's it. It's all part of a, a community with, um, with the having, having, like you say, having your favourites and stuff. So we, we put a few questions out there online uh, for Bish. Uh, so Jordan asks... What is your favourite fish to catch? Oh, we got to the fishing straight away. Uh, I'm a carp angler, so I'm predominantly fishing for carp, which is a, one of the bigger kind of. Is that not the easiest one to catch as well? Though? No, it's not the easiest one to catch. I thought they were all just putting a big pond for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's well, that's uh, at your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fish for your, your house. <laughs> yeah, and more easy. And one gets many legs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might, might actually feed out my hands. So yeah, just grab them. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, Leah asks, what is your biggest competition in 2024? I don't know whether that means actual competition or competitor, but... Uh, well, to be, to be fair, I mean, I don't think we can look past Britain's Strongest Man. You know, it's the first show of the year, arguably one of the most important. Um, and like we said before, there's so many great athletes that everyone's a threat. And also, from, from your guy's point of view, he's probably the most winnable. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, yeah. You know, because you're on home turf, you don't have to travel. No. You know, there is only going to be 12 people in it. Yeah. So, and you've won it before. I've won it before, <laughs> yeah. So, cool. Uh, Joe asks, is your tricep fully healed now? Yes, yeah. I mean, it, it was a, a complex injury, a lot more complex than my bicep tear was. I mean, the bicep tear, I was back in kind of 12 weeks and it was back to normal. The triceps been a little bit more complex. And the triceps are one where you, you got pulled over by the deadlift. Yeah, yeah. Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah, well, I stacked it and decided <laughs> to pull the the, te the uh, tendon off the bone. Is that uh, video online if anyone wants to see it? No, I haven't released it yet. Oh, right. Enough, but, I think uh, I've got a copy of it. I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably post it up on the uh, Giants Live site just before I go out for a deadlift, I imagine. <laughs> Yeah, on the on the back on the back screen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but my triceps, after. my triceps feeling great. Uh, pressing's really kind of coming on now, so I'm I'm, I'm happy. Like it's it, it's one of those injuries that takes a long, long time. It can be very easy to get frustrated um, with it because it just doesn't feel normal. But it, it, it's it's improved drastically this prep for Brits. So I'm I'm very excited. And do you not find when you've got an injury? I don't think I don't think any. When you've had an operation, I don't think anything ever properly heals totally. No. But I think other things compensate, don't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it is different. Obviously, you've got this massive scar down my arm, and you know you, you tend to also when you get back. I mean, I was back competing. Well, Britain's was only six months or five months post the surgery. Yeah. Um. So it was a very quick turnaround for me getting back for that show, and you tend to kind of compensate with different moves and stuff. So your techniques do change, but it's it's all manageable and yeah. you get back to normal, you know, the best you can. Amazing how your body adapts to these things. Yeah. So, um, a question from Evan Singleton. I, I imagine this will be really insightful and uh, highbrow. He just question. says, why so posh? I was just brought up properly, Evan, you know. I was brought up, I learned, learned well at school, you know. Learned well at school. <laughs> um, you know, I... We, we all can't be just obsessed with dinosaurs like a six-year-old child, can we? So, you know, but no, I, I try my best just to keep the uh, the standards high in, in today's society. Yeah, thanks for that question, Evan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Daniel asks, um, will you ever attempt the 505 deadlift? I mean, if we go to Vegas, why not? You know, yeah, I mean, the deadlift's feeling really good. I've been putting a lot of raw recently without the suit and stuff. So, you know, and it's probably the, the, the strongest it's ever been. Uh, I feel like I've built the muscles in the right places. It's, it's going really well. So, yeah, never say never. I, I definitely would like to pull it. I think um, when I realised that you were in for getting up that way, and and it was actually a lift that you failed, but you pulled it so fast, and it was in Manchester when you pulled 475. Yeah. And you almost got it, and I don't think you even realised how quick. I think you, I think you were, you did £1,000. Yeah. And then you tried it. It was it was tough though. I think if I'd skip because that was my fourth attempt. If I'd skipped yeah. another one of the lifts, you know, I think I would have been fresher for it. Um, but you get this, you know, that night was crazy with like seven guys. But if you it just down. skipped a thousand, you'd have probably got four seven five. But the thing is, a thousand was such a big deal. You were never going to skip it. And when you when you hit that, we hit that thousand pound. That the adrenaline dump you get after it is huge. Yeah. It's then tough to try and get yourself back up to go mm -hmm. for another one. But so. the movement of the four seven five was massive. Fantastic. It was yeah. so quick. Yeah, didn't quite lock it out. out. Just pulled it out of position, me out of position a little bit, and kind of buried me. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, like a focus program, like focusing on the the five hundred five is something that yeah I want to want to do definitely before my time is up in strongman, and I don't think there's any better stage than going out to to Las Vegas and pulling it there. 
so Reed asks, what do you do to keep the fire alive, so to keep hungry for, for, for competition, or is that an easy thing to do? I enjoy it. I, I enjoy strongman, you know, I, I, I love it. You know, I, I have in recent years tried to stay away from following it when I'm kind of at home and, uh, you know, like switching off. So I've managed to kind of get that balance quite well of turning my brain off from strongman when I'm at home and then when I'm training, I'm, I'm kind of on it. But I think it's just key you enjoy what you're doing, you know, and I, I enjoy my training, I enjoy the process. So, yeah, getting motivated is pretty easy. So this is The Strength Collective asks... If you could hold any record, what would it be? I think the deadlift personally is the the, the premier lift, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and that stood for so long now with you know Eddie's in competition for five hundred that you know it's going to be a big big deal when someone breaks that. Yeah, really yeah, big I think deal. It will, yeah. Uh, so I think that that record is the the one that's still probably regarded as the highest in in strongman, maybe with the log as well. Um, I think there's a lot of records that are, aren't as important. If you know what I mean, yeah. and I'm not trying to, you know, there's no, certain things where, you know, cow world record, shield walk, yeah. Conan's wheel record, you know, it's, it just isn't quite as prestige as a log. I think log deadlift and possibly axle, axle, yeah, and, yeah. and squat, you know, yeah, good squat. But I think I think bitches like a deadlift to be the owner of a of a world record deadlift is just. Is, yeah. is that you know pinnacle? Well, it takes so much. So you've got to recruit so much of your body mm -hmm. to do it. I think there's no arguing that it's no. got to be. Yeah, it's fantastic. That that all log press, I think, for yeah, me. Yeah, log's yeah. another cracker. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, for sure. Um, question from Steve: Do you miss the Harlequins? I do. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, obviously worked there for ten years, so it was a massive chunk of my life. They were a fantastic employer. Uh, got to work with a great bunch of guys there, uh, and you know, I'd, I'd go back and work there, you know, in a heartbeat. But it was just getting a little bit too hard to to do both um you know to to do both the the strong man to my full ability and and obviously work to my full ability at quinn's and yeah fantastic uh fantastic club and i appreciate everything they did for me when i was when i was there you know looking after me and letting me swan off to, yeah. for a week at a time to go compete the world to... well. i remember when we used to train down at the facility they were yeah. always but you know behind you and then letting us have the full reign of the gym and yeah so yeah and, uh, all the other bits and they were a good like you say a good bunch of guys you had quite mm. a few of them at the wedding as well didn't you did yeah we had some of the guys there but yeah it was, uh the, the rugby clubs are fantastic it's, it's tough to explain to a non-rugby person like what it's all about you kind of see the the bravado and some of the other kind of stuff stuff but it's, it really is like playing rugby is a brotherhood you look yeah. out for each other you make friends for life you know they'll they'll message you if they need anything and i can message anyone if i need to people i've played with like 10 years ago and they're, they're always there so and it's the same in the professional club still and also from from a point of view of being a strength and conditioning coach being britain's strongest man is pretty impressive it's not bad you know it? for what you're going to give back to them yeah yeah you know and the boys loved it i mean when we won the brits the first time round, you know we came in on the monday morning we were in the meeting we had like the highlight video going Came in with a trophy. The boys are going mental. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was a, a pretty cool moment to share. That's with brilliant. Them. Yeah, that's brilliant. Cool. Right, have we got any questions for Frampton? What do you reckon? Should we turn someone to Frampton? See where <laughs> So I know Rob. Rob, now your kind of focus has been on uh, been on arm wrestling. I am. Yeah. You know, it's like the natural progression for like a strong man to kind of move out there, maybe do a bit of grip, then move to the arm wrestling. But I see you do a lot of like wacky exercises. Is there any kind of exercise that you're kind of really pushing at the moment you think is a great movement for any kind of arm wrestlers out there so i think over the 20 odd years i did strongman we were always 
um, dialed into pressing with a with a straight with a straight wrist and a straight hand because obviously with dumbbell and log and axle it's always you know either in that neutral position or straight position but always having that wrist and now everything revolves around a cranked wrist so I've tried to do things like um, a, lot, a lot of my back assistant stuff is always like you know low pulley rows and lap pull downs and, and dumbbell stuff rather than having a straight wrist now it's always always cranked so that's been probably the biggest transition but um I think for anyone that's that's crazy enough or stupid enough to get into arm wrestling, uh, first of all, welcome to the three months of sheer torture because it's it's all painful because it's all pretty much in your hand and your and your elbow, wrist and stuff, uh, and obviously lats and everything else. But I think the the best thing is to is it's not just about the grip, but it's positioning on the table. So no matter what you do on your machines and other bits and pieces, it's getting that height of the knuckle and the position of your elbow in into the body. Because a lot of people think it, it's just this, yeah. But it, it's so much more upper back uh, tension controls. You're trying to pull not only with your hand and your wrist, your elbow and your lat. So you're, it's called like a, a, a lat drag, as if we would like a row. But you're trying to maintain the height in your knuckle, along with the elbow on the pad, along with your shoulder being high, and the same time bringing your lat back into almost like contr full contraction sort of thing. So it's a lot of technical. Uh, very similar to like all the grip stuff that I've, I, I still do and love doing, but you know the technical thing processes that we do with um, with like with the deadlift. How many times we've tweaked and and assessed your deadlift and and probably like with Darren when he was <clears throat> doing his Conan's his fitness levels and you know he's always been super fit and with his other business it's all those technicality bits, isn't it? Where your food comes into it and your training and sleep and everything. It's all that, but almost like uh, magnified down into one specific yeah, it area of the body. small margins it's, when you're about tiny. like those small little movements. Yeah, it, 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 it literally is t like um, such small little elevations or, or non-positioning of the wrist or the hand. Because you all know you're doing exactly the same thing. I know it yeah. sounds daft, yeah. whereas it's just these little tweaks. That yeah, it's, it's, it's mad. It's crazy. Uh, but I, I love it, and I like it because it's so technical, and I like still being able to train. Even though, you know, I've retired... From Strongman in 2018, um, I needed some. We all need something, a purpose to train for, um, fitness-wise or just strength or so. So for me to to go into arm wrestling was was it, it went you know like a like a a, a, a well sort of um, a well moved glove. So it, it just felt good like going from that to just to from Strongman sorry to arm wrestling. It just it feels good. It's hard work, but I like it and must be a good base to go in from doing strong. It is good, yeah, because you, you've got that natural strength that we've all had over the years. So so, it, so the world champion now is Devon, is that right, Devon? Devon's right. number one. But, but he's going against Levan, who who yeah. was, he, he, he tore his forearm a couple of months ago, but yeah. they go for it in, I think, in it's not long time, Fobby's time. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. going to be interesting. It'll be fantastic, yeah. But I know Devon's, he's had, has he not had like stem cell and things like he's that? He's had stem cell and all, all, all kinds of other bits and pieces. He's had lots of injury, but he seems to get get. He, he's quite fit anyway. I mean, he's he's forty. What's Devon now? Forty eight. Yeah. So you know, in 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 sort of athletics time, like, like with rugby, you'd pretty much be well and truly uh, retired, wouldn't you, boy? Your mid, unless you were playing seniors, yeah, like mid thirties. Yeah. yeah. So for arm wrestling, there's still guys like um, him, uh, Todd Hutchins, who's sixty plus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you've got um, crazy. There's a guy called is it Crazy Bill or Crazy? Crazy George, Canadian guy, I think he's in his 70s and still pulls wow. consistently in the competitions. He's still great because, you, as you boys know, your tendons, your ligaments just sort of yeah. leather. And, and you are physically you know, fit. You can still arm wrestle. There's a guy who uh, I think he wrestled Devon recently. I competed against him in in the world's strongest nation. He was, a, he was I think he was a Russian guy or Ukrainian guy 
The massive hands. Yeah, Dennis Deprenkov. That's him, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's um, slightly... Uh, so he was... When you knew him, he was big. 145, 150 yeah, kilo guy. Yeah, he was a good strong man. Yeah. Then he had um, a bit of illness. Uh, I think I think he had a, a, maybe a car accident or something and, and sort of backed off it for a good 10 or 15 years and then came back. Mm. Fantastically strong, but didn't obviously... The biggest hands I've ever seen. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, they're not as big as Mark's in, like, size, but thickness. Yeah. Well, you said about Levin when you met Levin. It's like shaking hands with a sofa. Yeah, because yeah, like, so like, hands are gigantic. Yeah. But his hands are fantastically... But he's still, I mean, unbelievably strong, but up against someone as prime... And he's Georgian. He's, he trains with Genasio, I think. Levin. Levin. Yeah, they do. And Genasio yeah. has been doing some arm wrestling. Yeah, he's so, back. Yeah, Europe's strongest man, Genasio, yes. this year. So that'll be which, is, which is good, because I wouldn't fancy going up against him just yet. No. Because, um, you know, him training with Levin is like having, you know, another, you know, bit onto your training. Yeah. Training with someone as crazy strong as him. Not only in... in in the gym, you know, Levin's still a good 230, 240 bencher, uh, but some of the stuff he does, just arm wrestling moves, are, are just... That Levin's a big, looks like he's a big lad. He's a me. big dude. What's he, 6'3", 180, 190? Is it? Yeah. yeah, he's massive. So that boy. alone must help a lot, surely. Oh, yeah. It's, what he's done now, he's, he's dropped a little bit of body weight and worked on his fitness because he was gassed at some of the super matches, which sometimes are a best out of seven. Yeah. It's a lot of energy to expel, so he, he was a little bit sort of uh, fatigued. Last time, so I think he's worked on his fitness, and I think he'll be a better athlete when he. Well, gets he said Devon always looks quite fit. He me? always, yeah. 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 He's, 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 I think he's got a military background, so he's always quite fit. Yeah. He stays at quite a light body fat. So, um, but he, he's, he's, you can't because he's been doing it, you know, probably th I mean, three decades. I think he's been nearly thirty years. Yeah, his technical ability is, you know, unbelievable. Every yeah. tiny little, he can read. You know, he's, he's a fantastic athlete. He but, seems to have a lot of confidence now as well. Oh yeah, he's very, very good. Like vocally, that's the only thing that, that can annoy people. It, it annoyed Levin last time because his interviews were quite, um, you know, he's quite brash, yeah. you know. And um, But did, did, I think he, he, Levin beat him, didn't he? Yeah, r r damaged his arm, tore a, a tendon off in his arm did because he's just brutal. Just, uh, just the power of the guy, just unbelievable. Going to be interesting to watch that. Yeah, it'll be fantastic, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd uh, definitely get the old pay-per-view for that. But um, I think it's normally filmed in, is it... Uh, is it Turkey or Dubai or somewhere? Right, okay. I think Larry still does a little bit of it, but uh, Levan will. Well, I hope Levan will become, you know, get the the top spot again. Devon's good, but Levan is just for me just fantastic, just yeah. because of his sheer size. Cool. Well, right, we'll wrap it up then. Thanks, guys, coming to see Thank us. You. Lovely to be here. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Oh, you're strong as well. Done. It's going to be guys. good. We've had our differences in the past. Is it bum bag or is it fanny pack? We're two powerful nations with a special relationship. For one night only, that special relationship ends. UK versus USA. Who is the strongest nation? Who is right? The strongmen decide. World's Strongest Nation, 18th of November, MS Bank Arena, Liverpool. Tickets at giantslashlive.com. By the way, it's us. We're right. It's Bumbag. Of course.